Praise the Lord. Welcome to God's Place Party for Jesus Ministry. Again, it's such an honor to be here another week and hear my beautiful wife and just to share the Word of God. Amen. And so there's nothing. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharp and two-edged sword. Amen. It's not just a Word. It's a living Word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was a Word and the Word's with God and the Word was God. So, uh, you know, God is uh, so amazing. I, I just wish that... Uh, there's not enough hours in the day to tell you all the great things he's done for me in my life and gave me a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. Uh, but most of all, he's gave me joy and happiness and peace and just a, a peace that surpasses all understanding every day, waking up, knowing that I live in the presence of God, that I am a child of God. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, he says, he says, What manner of love his Father bestowed upon us that we be called the sons of God. For the world knoweth us not, because it knoweth him not. But now that we are the sons of God, what it appear that we be. We know when he appears, we shall be like him. Now that don't mean just when he appears. We're supposed to start today. Amen. He said, those having those hope, he said, having this hope, let's purify ourselves, even as he is pure. Amen. Amen. So uh, I know my wife has been, uh, the Lord's laid on her heart to, uh, got a few words here from the word, and, and I'm going to let her share that with you. Yes, and um, just bear with me and pray for me um, as I deliver the message that the Lord's put in my heart. Um, it was it, it's talking about unrighteousness, you know, and unrighteousness with God, but also it's the root of unrighteousness. Let's go back to the beginning in Genesis three three. You know, everybody knows the story about Adam and Eve, but this is what began man to be unrighteous. You know, mm-hmm. this this is when sin was born. Amen, and. Um, it says, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it unless you die. He was telling Eve, you know, you, you don't eat that fruit on that tree. And pretty much he was giving her a commandment. Amen. He was commanding her not to touch the tree. And he was established, you know, he, he was establishing a law there. And, you know, because of our sinful nature and carnal minded that we're born in, you know, we... Um, we are, because of that disobedience, that's what has caused us it to be sin. It's been disobedience and it's contrary to the word of God, you know, because it's coming against what he's commanded us to do. So right there, the spirit of, of rebellious, you know, the spirit of disobedience, you know, the, the spirit of sin was, was conceived, you know. And um, 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says, For the rebellion is as sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and adultery. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he shall also reject thee from being a king. See, he's telling us right there that, that sin of, of rebellion is sin of witchcraft. He's telling us there it is, it's sin. And, you know, it's the stubbornness. It's iniquity. Iniquity is sin as well. And, you know, because we've rejected the word, you know, God is rejecting that, you know, and, and that's also when we, when she sinned, it says one sin entered into the world and many become sinners and death passed into all men. But, you know, that's why, you know, by one man's obedience, many become righteous. Thank God for the seed of Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, um, for all have come short of the glory of God. We've all sinned. We've all been the sinful nature. You know, in Romans 3.10, it says, None that there's none that is righteous. There's none that doeth good. Well, God is also talking, this is the unbeliever. This is the unsaved man. Before that, you know, we were saved and born again. This is why that, you know, we, we're, there's none that doeth good. Because our, our rags is filthy, you know, and it's only God's righteousness in us. Well, you know, verse 11, it says, But there's none seeking God. 
And yeah. so when he says there's not, not one righteous right. in verse 310. Seeking him that and makes then, us That's exactly right. Seeking him is mm -hmm. what makes us righteous. He yeah. said, if you abide in me, I will abide in you. And so a lot of people leave that out. First, in, in Romans 3.10, he says, no. He says, there's not one righteous, not one. And then, yeah. and then verse 11 says, but there's none seeking God. Yeah. So that's why Jesus come, so we can have a fellowship and relationship mm -hmm. and build a relationship with God. We seek Him, and then it's not our righteousness, it's His righteousness that lives in us. But that's what we've got to live by. Amen. He's talking to, it's, it's the unsaved person for sure. Because the Bible tells us in 1 John 3, 9, you know, if we're born of Him, we cannot sin because His seed remains in us and we will not continue in sin. So, and you know, in the Bible it tells us in Romans 8, 8, we're not, you know, we walk in the flesh, we're not pleasing to God. I'm going to back up there just for a minute when he says he cannot sin because I talked to a preacher the other day mm -hmm. and, and he, he, he was misinterpreted saying that means that God don't see our sins. Well, that's not true. Mm -hmm. God said, if you're my son, and you expect me to, to, if I'm going to be your father and you're going to be my son, and Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He says, you cannot sin. You know, like your mom and dad as a mother or father, growing up as a child, they say, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that in my house, under my roof. If you're going to, if you're going to be in the covenant, the New Testament is a covenant, amen. If you're going to be in the covenant with God, then you cannot live a sinful life. It's, you'll be and under so, spirit of conviction, that's right. and you will confess that sin, so you, you're not it, going to have that sin. Sometimes, but, but if sometimes we we do sin, we make mistakes, mm -hmm. but if we continue sinning without conviction, without feeling, you know, if we could go on sinning, then you probably need to check yourself and make sure you're truly saved. Amen. Yeah. And then Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Amen. You know, we continue in sin. We're not having a relationship with God. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're our spiritual best. Amen. Amen. And uh, the Bible tells us in Galatians 1, 16, now to Abraham, his seed were the promises made. He said not into seeds as of many, but as are for one into the seed, which is Christ. You know, we, we enter into, you know, grace and, and through faith. That's how we become. That's what the seed of Abraham is. Amen. You know, Abraham is actually the father, the forefather of, of Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's the seed of faith. And um, he tells us in Romans 6, 22, Now being made free from sin and became, become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and everlasting life. Amen. Again, we go back to that. You know, our fruit, you know, it's into holiness. Our labor is going to be for the things of the Spirit. Our labor is going to be for, you know, walking with God and living a holy life and, and striving not to sin. Amen. That's what happens when we receive that Holy Spirit, that Spirit that lives mm -hmm. in us. So if, we, if we're if we led by the Spirit, then we're going to walk in holiness because that's what that Spirit's going to be. If you're led by the Spirit, then you're a son of God, he tells that's us right. in Romans 8. Fourteen. If you not have the Spirit, then you are none not. Of his. You are none of His. Amen. You're not Son of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. And He tells us, you know, we're crucified with Christ. You know, Amen. nevertheless, Him that lives, not, not ourselves, but Him that lives in us. Romans eight ten. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. See, the He's talking about the body being dead because of sin. You know, we're supposed to, we got to die to our, ourselves, you know, yeah. so Jesus can be resurrected inside of us and that we can have life because the wages of sin is death. Amen. So he's talking about the old sinful nature. What Adam and Eve, you know, when it entered into the world, he's talking about that sinful nature has got to be dead because his spirit, it, it's, it's going to produce holiness and fruit into holiness. And, you know, and whenever that same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave is living in us, you know, we're supposed to come with power and authority over 
all sin and all devils. The Bible tells us that sin will have no more dominion over us and our authority is in Jesus' name. Paul said, I was crucified with Christ. That means he died That's with right. Christ, his yeah. flesh. Nevertheless, I live not. He said, but the life that I live now, I live by faith that the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me so that, that's exactly what it's talking about. It's here again, Romans 8, 13. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you live through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. You know, First John 1, 9, if we confess and repent, God cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So it's available to anybody that confesses to God and, and, and has true repentance, genuine repentance. Mm -hmm. What's he say? To be carnal-minded is death, but yeah. to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Amen. So here I'm sure you're understanding that sin is unrighteous. The Bible tells us in 1 John 5:17, all unrighteousness is sin. You know, this, these are the things that, that are the enemy against God. You know, that's Amen. not righteous. That's not right with God in relationship. And then 1 Corinthians 6, 9, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. But once you repent, you're forgiven for those things. That's right. But you're not going to have true, you're not going to walk in the presence of God. He says, be not deceived with all these unrighteous things, yeah. you know, without unconfessed sin. Well, you know, the, the thing about you know, a lot of people, that they, they look at the big things like the, the drunkens and the, the drug addicts and, mm -hmm. and, and they think, well, you know, I don't do none of that. I've never done none of that. I'm all right. And but sin, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 17, all sin is unrighteous. Yeah. And that's what he says, that the unrighteous will not inherit the mm -hmm. kingdom of God. So whether you're a dope shooter or a, a crack smoker, or a, just a liar. Covetous. A covetous. That's, that's probably the most common sin for every person as of, you know, hey, I'd like to have that car or that house. Materialistic Materialistic. Things, you know? See, and the only way we could overcome that, I mean, if you walk outside right now and see a brand new Corvette or, or whatever, a Ferrari or Lamborghini, the only way you're not going to want that thing is to be full of the Holy Spirit, amen, through God. Amen. And, and for God, to, you know, if you're full of God, then you're going to be content no matter what you got. I drive, I drive around an old minivan a lot of times. It got rust on the bottom. I could care less. It gets me where I need to go. I'm not materialistic. Thank God I want things for my family, you know, a good house and, and things that, that we need. But stuff like that, I mean, praise God. I mean, of course, God wants us to bless us with nice things and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the Bible says, hey, if you've got a roof over your head, clothes on your back, you got food on your table, be content. Amen. And so that's, uh, and, and that takes the Holy Spirit. Nobody can live that life without God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm Godliness and contentment is great gain. Great gain. Amen. Amen. Good so being stuff. content with Jesus. Second Thessalonians 2.12, that they all <clears throat> might be damned who believe not in the truth, but had pleasure in their unrighteousness. I'm going to give this scripture to you because you break it down really good. Explain, you know, what God is meaning whenever he's talking about that they'll, you know, the, the ones that believe not, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Well, you know, the Bible says in, in Romans chapter 1, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 1, verse 15, it said, The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. And so, so many people, again, the devil, he's a liar, he's a deceiver, and, you know, he, he wants you to make you think. And he says, he says, he says that, that you'll be damned who believe not the truth and have pleasure in unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Well, what is the truth? The truth is Jesus. He's the way, the life, and the truth. Amen. Mm -hmm. So he is the truth. And we've got to believe God. 
and you can't live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. And so a lot of times we want to waver or, you know, I think about, you know, uh, we, we want to justify the sins that we're living in and say, well, God knows my heart. I hear that so much. It makes me sick. You know, you're witnessing and telling people, trying to warn people about the wrath of God. See, there's a love of God. There's also a wrath of God. The Bible says, Ephesians chapter 5 or 6, mm -hmm. for the wrath of God will come upon the children of disobedience. So when you've got God in you, God, God wants to warn people through you and let them know that if they live a sinful, uh, a sinful way, mm -hmm. for the wrath of God will come upon the children of disobedience. But, you know, a lot of people, like I say, they waver, they justify it, and they say, well, God knows this or He knows that. And, and, and listen, <laughs> you know, and I think about Shadrach and Meshach, Benigo, you know, the, the three Hebrew uh, the guys that the, the king looked at them and he says, hey, if you don't bow down to me and my music and, and, and you know, said, we're going to throw you in a furnace uh, of fire, you know. And, and you know what? They said, hey, look, we're not going to bow down. We, we bow down to one God. And, you know, I could, I could just see a vision of most Christians today bowing down with their fingers crossed. You know, Lord, you know my heart. But see, they didn't, they didn't waver. They didn't give in to any other God. And that's the way we've got to be. Anything that you put before God will become your God. Some people's God is just their television. They spend more time, they're more faithful to the days of our lives for General Hospital than they are Jesus Christ. God's got to be number one in your life. And that's a sin if He's not, because that's unrighteous. It's not right with God. He says the number one and greatest commandment is to love God with your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. You know, and, and praise the Lord. He has got to be number one. It, the Bible says if you love your son or daughter, mother, father more than God, you're not worthy of him. And the way that we love God, the way that we become to, to know God, the Bible says, this, we, he says the love of God will bring us to repentance. Amen. When you start realizing how what God has done for you, Everything in your life, every good and perfect gift, the air that you breathe belongs to God. All the times you should have been dead, it's because of God. The more that you start getting intimate, but first of all, you must be born again. The more that you will feel Him, it's like a pregnant woman with a child inside of them. I had a person say, say how do you know you're saved? I said, it's like a pregnant woman. When they feel that baby in their womb, they can't see it, but they can feel it. Mm -hmm. And when you've got God inside it's of you, something growing. it's growing. It's growing. Amen. It's growing. And, you and know, you've got to deliver. <laughs> amen. And you feel him inside it. And if he's inside of you, you're right. You've got to deliver. you got yeah, to. There's labors of pain, too. Labors amen. of pain. Amen. But anyways, praise the Lord. Okay. It's good talking about yeah, the Word of God. It is. And that's, you know, I was thinking about when we was talking about that scripture, you know, those that believe not shall be damned and that have pleasure in unrighteousness because they believe not the truth. You know, I was thinking about King Saul, mm -hmm. you know, he had known the truth. And, you know, that prophet, they kept coming, you know, to, to warn him to turn away, but he was rebellious again, mm -hmm. you know, because the Bible says that the pleasure and unrighteousness, you know, that, that sin is pleasurable for a season, Amen. you know, but if you're not being pulled and, and drawn or convicted in your sin, then yeah, you, you, you've got, you've got to really try to come out of that because, you know, God can, can lead you right out, but the spirit's got to draw you and you, you know, that's, that's part of it. Um, also, the Bible says in Ephesians six fourteen, stand therefore having your loins gore about with the truth and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in First Corinthians fifteen thirty four, awaken to righteousness and sin not, for none, some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. 
you know, that's, we've, we've got to awaken, we've got to be alert, you know, we, we've got to be ready in, in season and out of season, because the devil, you know, he's seeking who he may devour, and we've got to be steadfast and unmovable and always about in the work of the Lord. The Bible also tells us to put on our armor of God that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. You know, that's, that armor of God will, and that shield of righteousness, it, it protects us from the enemy. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 10, 16, the labor of the righteous tends to life, but the fruit of the wicked is to sin. It's a good scripture. Also, you know, even your prayers are hindered. If, if you're living in, in unrighteousness, the Bible tells us that James 5, 16, that prayers of a righteous man availeth much. You know, the Bible tells us in John 9, 31, for God not hear prayers, prayers of a sinner, but those who does his will and worship him, he heareth. You know, and, and that's, that, that can even hinder your prayer life with God. You know, that's so important that you said that because, you know, so many people, you know, we've got kids, it's, you got kids that's lost and they're, they're you know, the, the drug addiction thing is such an epidemic right now. It's, you know, we've lost, a, we're actually tonight preaching the funeral of a, a young man that, that just OD'd. And, and so it's so important, you know, to be in God's will. When, when the Bible says in Acts 16, 31, that if you believe in God and do His will, then He will save you and your household. And we got moms and dads, they're, they're, it's, they're in wits trying to figure out what to do about their child. It's on drugs, it's homeless, and this, that, and the other. And what I would recommend you to do is totally surrender and give your whole heart to the Lord. Make sure you don't waver in nothing because a righteous, the prayers of a righteous man will availeth much. Mm -hmm. He said, whatsoever you ask, you shall receive of me because you keep my commandments and do those things pleasing in my sight. He said, whatsoever you ask, believing in prayer, you shall receive of me. Mm -hmm. Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall receive. Knock and I'll open, seek and you shall find. John 14, 14, ask anything in my name and I will do it. But if you love me, keep my commandments. So if we're not living in God's will, if we're not in relationship, fellowship, where we're seeking God and we're actually not being a son and daughter that He's called us to be, where we've been rebellious, why would He answer your prayers? You know, that is so strong, powerful that He says, I will not hear the prayer of a sinner, but those who does my will and worship me, I will hear it. Mm -hmm. And so that's, uh, I've never heard that my whole life, going to church, amen. And so the only prayer that God will hear from you is repentance, amen. And some people say, well, you know, I've been in trouble before and God's answered my prayer. But if you'll think about it, most time when you're in trouble, what do we do? Oh, Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. Forgive me for my sins. And so right then you've repented, amen. So then you become righteous because God can't lie. And he said, it. and most of the time we cry out from our heart, God, just forgive me. I've done it many times. Mm -hmm. And then he'll answer my prayer. And then after he does, I forget all about God again, you know. And he knew I was going to do that, but because he's faithful and he's a loving, merciful God and he cannot lie, when we cry out from our heart and repentance, he does forgive us. And then we become righteous, but for how long? Amen. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to quit using God like AAA. We've got to walk in his will at all times because he also says his spirit won't always strive. Didn't mean to cut you off there. You're, you're fine. I just, I was just reading some scriptures, you know, and uh, just kind of just on, you know, unrighteousness. But um, I've still got a couple more. But there's one that I was, I was sitting here thinking about too. You know, it's Romans eight three. He says, "For the law of righteousness shall be revealed in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit." 
And that's the thing is, is walking in, in the Spirit of God because that's, that's, that's what's going to cleanse us. You know, when we exercise the Word, when we, we exercise into prayer and we exercise into sacrificing. You know, the Bible tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, yeah, it's good to come to church and hear the Word of God. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But not actually being, you know, obedient to God's Word is, is you know, that the Bible says that the wrath of man will come up on the children of disobedience. And, you know, that's why he tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. And um, so he, he's telling us that, like, you know, prayers of a righteous man availeth much. You know, that's, that's being obedient. If, if you're righteous, you know, like whoever does righteous is righteous is what the Bible says. Well, you know, if you're, if you're practicing, you know, that relationship with God and you're allowing God to correct you and, and convict you of, of sin and you're asking God, you know, that light will expose you know, it will reprove, and that's what the Word of God is designed to do, and that's, that's you know, to, to show us and reveal to us the things that's not of God. And um, I got one more scripture, or two more. Isaiah thirty-two seventeen <clears throat> says, The work of righteousness shall be peace. The work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance forever. Blessed assurance, amen. amen, and that peace that He gives us, you know, through right relationship with Him and fellowship with the, with His Son, you know. And Titus three five it says, not by the works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of the regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, you think about that. You know, truly, all God wants from us is for us to love Him. That's amen. that's all He wants. You know, the Bible, John 3, 16, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believe in Him should not perish. And I know some of the Bibles today are changing. Some of the churches has got Bibles that says, shall not perish. Well, listen, it's changed the whole meaning, should and shall. Shall means you will not. There's some Bibles that even changed to will not. But the King James Version says that you should not perish. And so if you truly believe in God, you should not perish. But listen, there's more to than just believing that there's a God. Believing in somebody, you've got to know them. You've got to have a personal relationship. You know, you, you, in order to know somebody, in order to believe in somebody, you have got to know them. And that's what God wants us to know. He wants us to have a relationship with Him, that we know Him inside out. The Bible says, not everyone says, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Well, there's people come to Him, He said, but Lord, Lord, have I not cast out devils? Have I not done many wonderful works in your name? Have I not done this? Have I not done that? He said, depart from me. I never knew you. And so we know what's right and wrong. And some people do right because they know it's right because the Bible says it. But where people's lacking today is having a true manifestation of Jesus Christ. Having, having God just truly living inside of them, abiding in them. He said, if you abide in me, I'll abide in you. And he says, me and my Father as one, and me and you will be as one. Amen. You will have the mind of Christ. You will love like Christ. You'll have compassion like Christ. You'll go like Christ. You know, people don't want to, it's like Christians are anymore. It's the Bible says in Matthew 9, 37, that the harvest is plenty, but the labors are few. People don't want to get up and go. They think, well, me and my family, earth four saved, earth four no more. We're good. But listen, God didn't save you just to save you. He saved you. Uh, he, he gave up a son to gain a family. And if you think about all the suffering that Jesus did for us, all of us, amen. Mm -hmm. We've all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But God loved us so much. And you know what? He wants to manifest that love 
that He loved us in us for one another. The Bible says the number one and greatest commandment is to love God with your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And the next is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And you know what? We're going to be accountable for what we do for the kingdom of God. We're going to be held accountable. We're, we don't get saved by our good works, but once you have a manifestation of Jesus, if He tells you to go and you don't, guess what? You're being rebellious. You're being disobedient. And God, that's not that's not God's that's 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 not of God. That's unrighteous. Sin. It's sin. And so um, there's so many lost people out there. There's so many people that's overdosing every day. We have lost so many. We 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 preach so many funerals and stuff. And it's just amazing these young people. And they're getting younger and younger and younger. But and you know what? It's not the government's responsibility. It's ours as as children, as sons and daughters of God, as churches. To go out and to show love for these people, not to beat them down because they're they're in addiction, but to show them the way out. And Jesus is the way, the life, and the truth. Amen. The Bible said, "Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give to every man uh, according to his works." Amen. So there you go. There's going to be a judgment day on what we have done for the kingdom of God. Amen. And He says, "I am Alpha, Omega, the beginning, the end, first, last." He said, Bless he that keeps my commandments, and they shall have the right, they shall have the right to the, to, uh, the tree of life and enter into the city without scorchers, whoremongers, and those who love to make a lie. So listen, it's time to buckle up. It's time to, to put our mind on the things of Christ, the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Realize, be made righteous through Amen. Christ. We can't do it on our own. Amen. Anything that's done good out of me, it's God. It's not me. My righteousness is filthy as rags, but it's not my righteousness. It's Him that lives in me. Greater than He that lives in me than He is in the world. It's He is the reason that I'm here today. Amen. I mean, I could be doing anything else, but God sent me here as a servant to Him to give you this message and let you know that He's got a purpose in your life. The devil tells you this spirit of suicide is, is running crazy. So many people's taking their own lives. Don't do that. I tell people, if you want to take your own life, go in there and get you a cigarette lighter or turn four eyes on the stove on and lay across it for about five or ten minutes and, 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 and think about that. Is that really what you want? God's got a purpose. He's got a plan. He's got peace for you. If you surrender, give your life to the Lord. Amen. Call the number on the screen. We want to help you. We want to pray for you. Pray for us. We need, God needs help in this, in this God's Place ministry. Uh, there's many needs. Amen. Please come, pray for us, call the number. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Same time, same channel. God bless you. Thank you. Remember, the Bible says in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 3, that you must be born again. And being born again means that you ask God to come in your heart and save you from your sins. The Bible said if you confess your sins, He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And now it, it means your life don't belong to you no more. It belongs to Him. And you, the Bible says trust God with your whole heart, not to lean on your own understanding. Knowledge Him in all ways, and He shall lead and guide your paths. Now it's time to get a relationship with God by reading and praying, seeking God with your whole heart each and every day of your life. The Bible says the number one and greatest commandment is to love God with your whole heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. If we could help you, the number's on the screen. Feel free to call us. Have a good day.
we want to thank you for uh, watching the show. We, and we, we pray that it blessed you. And, you know, if we'd love to, if you want to uh, contact us at 865-684-8393. We have a website, www.godsplacechurch.com. And also we have live uh, Facebook on there. But if you need prayer or anything, is, is there anything we can do for you, please give us a call. And uh, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in.